Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Hey everyone, I'm Evian Whitney, and this is The Sexually Liberated Woman. I have such a treat for you today, and I'm so excited that this episode is finally out because it's been literally three years in the making. It all started when I had my sister, Jeremy, on my podcast a few months ago. That was back in episode 36, which you should definitely listen to. So I brought her on to have her talk about her sexual identity and the ways she became the sexual person she is today. And near the end of that conversation, she and I meandered a bit and started talking about how we were using cannabis to enhance and activate our sex lives particularly when we're having a hard time getting out of our heads and into our bodies. Now, we didn't intend on spending a lot of time talking about that, but that's where we ended up. And directly after that episode aired, a lot of y'all were in my DMs like, can you talk more about sex and weed, please? So I brought my sister back. And we had a full-on, in-depth, no-holds-barred conversation about sex and weed. If you didn't already know, my sister Jeremy is a 10-plus-year cannabis user, and she's primarily used it for pain relief because she's had intense chronic pain since her career as a gymnast. But she's also an assistant manager at a cannabis dispensary here in Oregon. So needless to say, she knows her shit. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation with her. My sister is not only incredibly smart, but she has been the one that has single-handedly helped me demystify and destigmatize my own weed use. She's also helped me find particular products and strains that work well for me. She's a cannabis doula, if you will. 
I've been wanting to talk about my own adventures with sex and weed for a long, long time, pretty much since I started using it about three years ago, because adding it into my sexy times has been profound for me. I've been wanting to gush about my experiences and talk all about how this plant has been a huge liberator for my sexuality, but I didn't know how. I felt some shame around it. And then I also went through this weird period where I couldn't smoke it anymore because weed was majorly flaring up my anxiety, which made me feel afraid of it, which made me avoid it. I get into all of this in our conversation, but my sister was definitely the one that helped me trust this plant again and use it once more for sexual pleasure. What I love about Jeremy, beyond the fact that she's my little sister, is that she is so good at what she does. When you listen to her speak, you can just tell that she has a passion for cannabis and for helping folks find relief and freedom with the use of this plant medicine. So yeah, she's brilliant. And because of that, there is so much goodness in this episode. So grab a cup of tea, maybe a joint, (laughs) if you indulge and enjoy. I am so excited to finally be talking about this. So after (laughs) the last episode that you and I did together, we touched a little bit on sex and weed. Should I say sex and weed or should I say sex and cannabis? Sex and cannabis. Okay, I'll say sex and cannabis. Weed is the slang term. Okay, okay. (laughs) We'll make it classy in here. Um, Yeah, we we touched very briefly on how we have incorporated cannabis into our sex lives. And so many people were like, oh my gosh, I loved what you guys were talking about. When are you going to do a full episode about it? And um, I was like, that's a great idea. Let's do that. So (laughs) I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are really excited that this conversation is coming to fruition finally, because I've gotten a lot of DMs from people who are like, tell me more about sex and cannabis <laughs> I was to say sex and weed I just kind of want to call it sex and weed I mean call it sex and weed then cannabis just There's feels so wrong with that. I mean it 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 does it's also like guess... white bro you know what I mean <laughs> yeah but I guess what's interesting for me maybe not so much with the word weed but like marijuana is technically like like a derogatory slang yeah, word I use for marijuana. yeah yeah and like I don't know weed feels better at least than like marijuana yeah marijuana was like like a term coined by the government to be like marijuana keep right. it away from your children it's like pejorative yeah 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 I, I don't like know it. I just I I don't feel I don't feel bougie enough to say cannabis okay I and I certainly don't feel bougie enough to say flower I've heard you refer to it as flower before <laughs> and actually That's so <laughs> mommy funny. was like. Wish mommy said something the last time we were together we were talking about flowers she's like oh you're smoking flowers like roses or lavender and I was like no, no. that's just <laughs> no no <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, flower feels really bougie. Cannabis feels really bougie. I just like yeah, talking about I feel weed. it. I think it just comes from working in the industry itself because that is what everyone in the industry now calls it. Yeah. So that's what I'm exposed to. So it doesn't. It definitely doesn't come from a place where I'm just like, no, no, you can't call it that. Okay. It's cannabis. But it's just that it's how we talk yeah. about it now, which is kind of like a beautiful thing as long as it doesn't make it feel like it's not accessible and it's not for you. Right. But I think what people are trying to do is they're trying to reclaim it and make, uh, rather not reclaim it, but uh, destigmatize. And that's kind of yeah. a better way to do it, to be like, hey, like this is a cannabis plant. Like don't, and, and in some ways that verbiage kind of helps people to break away from what their ideas are in um like relation to weed a lot of times they have that. this perception yeah and i swear sometimes you'll get like oh, i'll get like an older couple or something that comes into my shop and i can tell that as soon as i start using terms like cannabis and would you like to take a look at the flower wall that they're just like yes whereas <laughs> i just feel like sometimes if you're like yeah you want to check out some weed right now yeah i'm just like Okay, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. No, it's I evolving. That. I uh, this is so interesting. Like I think about weed a lot, especially living here in Oregon, where it's it's been decriminalized. Yeah, I mean, it's not just decriminalized; it's perfectly legal. Right, it's perfectly yeah. legal. So, like, I we both grew up in in a culture where like weed was like bad and not something that you like talked about it wasn't something you did out in the open and if you did talk about it with your friends it was like you you kind of keep it between you and them it's not something that you're public about and so it's been really interesting to live here in Portland and see all of these dispensaries and I mean I was just at the grocery store the other day and I see that they have like CBD fruit snacks and CBD Mm -hmm. teas so it's like on the one hand I think it's really cool that people seem to be having more access to plant medicine that to me has been like super beneficial for my life. I know it's been really beneficial for your lives and other people. Like I think it's really great that that destigmatization is happening on the other. I, I just have to roll my eyes with the whole, like, cause it just feels very gentrification to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like white people swooped in and they're like, Ooh, we can make a lot of money off of this. So let's start calling it flower and let's start using cannabis. It just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not lost on me that, the way that most of the people in the industry are doing cannabis. And I say this as though I know people in the industry, like obviously it's, it's so periphery for me cause I'm not in it, but yeah, it just, it just feels, it just feels gross to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that. Okay. In fact, when I go into grocery stores and things like that, I don't, I don't really enjoy seeing the product there for kind of a number of reasons, but I do feel like that as well. Like, I don't know, especially since it's not legalized everywhere now. Right. I think it's hard to be here because it's like, oh, cool. There's some lady buying like, you know, some eggs, some kombucha and some CBD chocolate right now. Right. And then there was like, you know, somebody in Texas who has like a like <laughs> lifelong sentence for like cannabis possession. Right. right. It just It's really unbalanced it's still. Really and it just feels up. kind of weird and like 
unfair almost sometimes that we have all this access to it when it's still ruining other people's lives. Right. And like on the daily. I'm so, oh my God, I'm so glad that we're talking about this because this was not the direction that I wanted to or I planned on going in, but mm. it's something that like it's one of the reasons why one, I have stayed away from weed for so long because of that stigma and also because like I just want to be really mindful about the fact that there are lots of black folks and folks of color who are in prisons right now for these like really ridiculous charges for having petty right like Mm -hmm. petty charges for possession of of weed cannabis whatever and then also like I was nervous to do this this episode because I know that like it must be really fucking hard for people who live in a place like Texas or Ohio is Ohio legalized no I don't think they're I don't think they're legal there might be a small chance they're medical and I I just haven't recalled that but I I don't believe so I was literally pulling states out of my ass like I don't I have no idea Alabama okay Alabama um (laughs) it it must it must be really hard for folks who live in like Texas Alabama maybe Ohio who are listening to us talk about like weed and sex and how it's like really helped our sex lives and our sexuality when they can't access it and it's still uh criminalized it's Mm -hmm. still stigmatized and things like that you know yeah and there's so much fear in like procuring it right like I did not enjoy purchasing cannabis before it was legal. Right. I would always yeah. send my husband to buy it because there's no way I'm going to approach somebody I don't know. I always right. felt like it was really odd. I had experiences where like, and this is just normal. I think most people like find this fun, but I always found it like kind of weird that you're like meeting some dude at his apartment or like meeting somebody in a parking lot. Right. And I don't know. I remember once they like brought a bag full of like, mcdonald's or something he like hands me this mcdonald's bag and i'm like yeah like what like where's my weed and he's he just looks at me like you're an idiot take the fucking bag there's weed in it okay like how can i spell this out to you but like the whole thing just felt like really weird and like shady where you're just like hey man how's it going he hands you this mcdonald's bag and you're like okay yeah. All right, here's your money on the down. Da- I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. I mean, it's a very beautiful thing that we're approaching um, legalization. Some feel very optimistic that we'll see federal legalization within the next few years. In fact, a lot of people suspect that it'll be kind of the big ticket item for 2020 elections. Mm. And I think that's bittersweet as well, because I feel like some people who don't even feel that strongly about cannabis are just going to preach like they are because they want the votes. And they know that so many people just want this legalized that I'm pretty sure a lot of people will start to back that person if they're saying like, screw this, let's just legalize it. Right. It's it's a means to an end but it just feels really bizarre yeah it's so bizarre for me to see sellers who are primarily white who are making a fuck ton of money and there are people in prisons who like it just it well yeah my mind not only just like people in prisons but like a truly disproportionate amount of yes. people in color for Yes. Like one of my um, coworkers, he was with a friend, like, um, and my coworker's white, and he was with a friend who was black, and they got busted. And the black guy had um, less weed on him than my white coworker did. Tell me they did not let my coworker off completely completely. They let him walk away. They arrested the black guy, and he's, I think he's still, I think he's still in jail. Wow. Very, very disturbing. And wow. and my coworker is just really 
like, of course, feels like absolute garbage about that. Yeah. Like, he, like, was even telling them, like, what the actual fuck? Like, you know I have more on me. Like, you're not going to do anything? Like, it, it was crazy that in that own way, he was almost willing to, like, put himself in more harm and be like, no, seriously, like, what are you doing? Like, right. fucking arrest me too then. But, right. like, they didn't want him, you know? Wow. So it's like, in some ways, it's, it's really disheartening and disturbing. And it also is, like, a reason why I wanted to be in the cannabis industry as well, because like we need representation also. Yeah. And representation is very slim to come by sadly. So there's more, more change definitely in order. And really what's about to happen is like big pharma is about to get in on this. And that's essentially like old white money. Yep. So, like, now is kind of the time where, like, people are fighting for visibility the most right now and trying to plant their roots in hopes that once Big Pharma actually gets in on this, that they'll have a leg to stand on. And it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Cannabis is going to be wild these next few years. Weird times. Weird times. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that, that I brought that up. And just to, like, put it in the room that, like, we have some privilege here yeah totally. and being able to like just talk freely about the fact that we even use cannabis you know what I mean like oh, yeah. we both work in spaces like I work for myself you work for a dispensary we're like it's not going to hurt you yeah at all like you don't do drug tests you know what I mean like and like that is such an immense amount of privilege to be able to not just like smoke weed or consume cannabis from a place of like pleasure but also as medicine you know what I mean yeah and like how incredibly privileged we both are to be able to like do that when there are folks who have to do the whole shady McDonald's bag and who who the fuck knows what they're getting you know what I mean oh absolutely absolutely like to all the people in the non-legal states I see you yeah I see you yeah okay let's talk about some lighter stuff cool (laughs) (laughs) I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. I just haven't really known how to discuss it or how to start it. And it just, it works so perfectly that like you are my cannabis expert. Like in this family, you're the cannabis expert. Yay. (laughs) And, um, and like you have really hooked me up and helped me out. So like I wanted to first start by like putting it all out there and letting people know about my own experience with, with weed, cannabis, I didn't actually start smoking or consuming until like maybe three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Which is like bizarre for me to think about. And I've told other people this and they're like, how did you manage to go like most of your like pretty much your entire teenaged life without? And I'm like, I just I was never interested. Mm -hmm. I wasn't interested in um, in any kind of drug use. I wasn't really I mean, I drank alcohol every once in a while, but I really wasn't interested in in getting high. There was one time where me and my friends were being really stupid. We were probably 15 or 16. And um, we it is a long story. Way too, way too long party that you ended up at. Yes. OK. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we, got, we were hot boxed and and I didn't even know what hot boxing was. But I just remember my friend was smoking weed in the car with these two other guys and me and my other friend, we were in the back seat and 
the windows were rolled up and I got so, and I mean, I didn't even really realize it at the time, but now that I have the experience that I have now of knowing what it feels like when I'm high, I'm like, oh yeah, I was fucking stoned. (laughs) I was just like in the backseat giggling and laughing like, where am I? I don't know. It was so funny. That was the only experience and that wasn't by choice. Like it just literally happened. Um, And so fast forward a few years uh, ago. I, um, I have like really bad menstrual cycles where like my uterus literally feels like it's trying to kill me. And I remember, um, I mean, Jonathan, my partner has been smoking weed for a long time. And so he would ask me, why don't you just like take a hit of one of the joints that I have? I bet it'll make your pain feel better. And so one time I actually did when I was on my period and I remember it actually took some of the pain away, but mostly what I felt was just like really high, very euphoric, which I think was maybe distracting me from the pain that I was feeling. And um, so I I had it that night, didn't really get too stoned. It was really great. I think that was like day two of my period. Day three comes, and, or maybe it's a few days later. I'm like, I want to get stoned again, but not when I'm on my period. And I got so fucking high. Like, me and Jonathan always rate it on a scale of one to 10, like 10 yeah. being like baked and one being like, no, I'm like, I just drank a glass You're of chilling. water. Yeah, yeah. I'm just chilling. I was probably a 13. <laughs> I had like a psychedelic experience. Oh my God. And it was really beautiful and it was really fun. Like I remember I was like walking around my house and I was thinking about dinosaurs and just feeling like I was in Jurassic Park somehow. <laughs> and I was, it was fucking bizarre. Oh, it was so funny. Great. I was very giggly. And I was having the time of my life, but I was also really aroused. And me and Jonathan had sex probably four times that night. And every single time, and I mean, his poor dick, he was like, (laughs) he's like, honey, please look at it. (laughs) Go to bed. (laughs) Go to bed. Um, But like every single time that I had sex, I was in my body. I was experiencing and feeling pleasure that I'd never felt before. It wasn't until that experience that I finally understood what multiple orgasms were. And I'd heard from other my other friends who were talking about how they would you know, masturbate for hours and have like multiple orgasms like constantly. And I was like, that has never happened to me. And it wasn't until I smoked a little pot and I was like, holy shit, it completely burst open my sexual potential. And ever since then, I've been really curious about incorporating that into my sex life. And I actually have been because, and that was one of the things that we talked about the last time we sat down together was how weed for us has been not just like medicinal, it's also been a really great way to bring us back into our bodies and shut our brains up because my brain is so talkative and chatty when I'm having, I mean, my brain is talkative and chatty anyway, but when I'm having sex in particular, it's like, that's when I start thinking about my grocery list and all these anxieties that I had. And, um, I noticed that whenever I consume cannabis, like I'm able to drop out, like bring that energy from up in my head down into like literally down into my pussy and like really just feel the sensations of my body and I'm like fuck this is incredible medicine and it is I've been using it ever since off and on I kind of took a little bit of a break one year because I was like oh I had a really bad experience where I got really anxious after I smoked and um it just it made me really freaked out because I didn't want my anxiety disorder to like be flared up by that but I've started to reintroduce it thanks to you because you have helped me find a strain that actually is not 
anxiety inducing. Um, and yeah, it's it's been a fucking game changer for my sex life. And so now I'm curious about like how how you came to using weed and like how you use it in your sex life too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, for me, I was technically a late bloomer as well. I didn't try weed until, um, well, I mean, I, I guess about 20. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe 19. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, because it would have been, remember I stayed at your house once um, and I went to a party. Yeah. And it was like a kind of yes. around that era. Right. Yeah. So what I know exactly what you're talking me, about. What stumps me is one of the first times I ever smoked. I'm at a party full of college students and like I didn't attend anything except for a community college. I didn't have the real true blue college experience. So I'm around some seasoned college veterans who have clearly been smoking for years. I am intoxicated. I'm drunk. I've just been drinking with them all night. And they're like, start, they spark up a joint and they start passing it around. And they're like, oh, do you, do you want any? And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I've never smoked before. And they're like, what? Oh my God, you should smoke. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I think it'll be fine. And they're like, no, you should. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Tell me. Okay. I guess I won't ruin it. So <laughs> I. <laughs> I, the joint oh comes God. around to me this and like night. I take a few puffs off of it and really like once I pass it to the next person and it like starts to set in I'm like what this is so great like immediately my cheeks were hurting because I was smiling so much <laughs> the music sounded better somebody brought out a fried Twinkie in that moment and I'm like tearing up the fried Twinkie <laughs> like it was it was it was fantastic and then in oh, a span man. of about 30 seconds suddenly something just went really wrong and instead of this like euphoria and like excellence it turned into like the spins and like crippling nausea like literally in like a flash oh my so god so i was laughing and talking and then suddenly i'm panicking and i'm looking around for like a bathroom and we're in the backyard and i'm realizing i'm not going to make it back into the house and i ended up in the corner of this backyard throwing up for two hours two hours i was sick as a dog tell me what? why none of these college students said like hey jeremy if you smoke after you've been drinking all night you're gonna get what's called a crossfade and it's likely not gonna suit you well you're going to be violently sick nobody said anything they're just like oh, those bitches <laughs> what the hell see i think what it is is honestly when i'm like when I'm drunk, people don't realize that I'm drunk. Yeah. Like I kind of keep my wits about me fairly well. So I think they thought I was okay, but needless to say, I was not. So my first experience was not good. So like really kind of cut to me moving here to Oregon. And by that time I was over 21, um, a family member, um, <laughs> essentially at at their child's one year birthday was like hey you want to come upstairs real quick and I'm like sure okay and we get up there and everyone's like passing around a blunt and I was kind of excited because I knew I wasn't gonna buy anything like that for myself but I wanted to try it again so smoked again that time it was fantastic and honestly I've pretty much been smoking just about every day since mm. it was such a good experience but what what fascinated me was the first time I consumed, again, you know, I had that euphoria for a bit before I got sick. This other time, I realized, okay, 
there's euphoria, but there's pain relief. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't really know that that was something that like cannabis had to offer. So the fact that it was addressing my anxiety, my depression and my pain, and it was just fun. Like I was sold. Then around that time I started dating who is now my husband. And so him and I started like actually buying cannabis. And I remember him and I just laying on the bed and smoking out of that one hitter that I just gave you recently. Yay. I graduated in in my in my weed smoking career. Now I have my (laughs) own little one hitter. I'm so impressed. (laughs) Um, But yeah, him and I consumed. And then I remember having sex that night. And that was my first experience with like sex and cannabis. Again, no one told me that like cannabis makes sex me either unreal me either and that's why like when it happened to me i was like what the fuck yeah why are people talking about yeah. this <laughs> like i wanted i wanted to do like one of those things where you run out into the world and, like have hey, you world. have you heard <laughs> have you heard the good word like i was so pumped because yeah, like, one of those windows where you can like push them out and like the shutters fly <laughs> out and you're like hello world hey, i've had the best sex ever and it's from do you cannabis know about the cannabis <laughs> it was insane it was insane and i remember actually the next day after our sex adventures because i mean my god we had so much sex that night a marathon it was like it was insane i've never had that much sex consecutively and actually had the desire to want to want to have that sex Mm -hmm. the next morning i woke up and i was like what the like who the fuck am i (laughs) and i remember telling jonathan it was so funny actually i was like i think maybe that weed might have like like made me feel some stuff he's like oh yeah you know that weed is like a a natural like aphrodisiac and i was like like huh what i'm sorry like why didn't anyone tell me this use the fuck out of me and so actually (laughs) i started consuming not from a place of even partying like after so the first two times that i consumed the first time i was like eh, i probably got like on a level five of high yeah. so it wasn't too much i was on my period so it was helping with my cramps the second time was when i had that psychedelic experience where we were having sex everywhere and then after that i was like oh well shit if sec if if weed is going to unlock my like sexual radiance i'm just only gonna smoke weed when i want to have sex and so that's how i was using it i never Mm -hmm. smoked it actually wasn't until you gave me the one hitter that i smoked in front of someone outside of a sexual context i've only ever used sex within a sexual context and it's been really cool to kind of use have that ritual be about like connecting with my partner in that way and not using it from this place of like, oh, I'm bored. I'm just going to get high. or oh, let me, And that's no shade to people who do it. Sure, I think for yeah. me, I just really needed to have that kind of boundary. Yeah. And set some like real intention behind right. why you're consuming. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I had a really bad trip and I felt really, really anxious. I actually, I actually vomited that night too because the oh, anxiety geez. just mm-hmm. like really like fucked me up. And I was like, nope, not touching it. I didn't touch it for a year. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm interested in bringing in cannabis again, but not to consume for pleasure, more so for pain relief. And that's Mm -hmm. why I reached out to you and was looking at um, CBD oils and stuff to put in my Diva cup to alleviate the cramps. And we can talk about that in a little bit. But um, it wasn't until a few months ago, actually, that I started smoking weed just for pleasure, like not for not for like pain relief. It was like, I, I know that if I do this, cause there will be times. And I think we talked about this in our, um, in our last episode together, there will be times where like, 
I've been so busy all day. I've been like thinking about so many other things that by the time it's it's maybe time for sexy time, it's not really on my radar Mm -hmm. because I can't get my head to shut up. And so I have been really enjoying using cannabis as a way to like it's for me cannabis is almost like a glass of wine like I don't drink alcohol I don't really like alcohol it's not really my thing for me whenever I smoke it's like okay this is my time to get back into my body to shut off my brain and to also connect to my partner because you know we're often working a lot and it's a really great way for us to reconnect Mm -hmm. and it just so happens that I have like the best orgasms of my life when I'm smoking (laughs) weed like that is it is the fucking bomb. It is. It is wild. Nobody told me that. And that was a pleasant surprise. Let me tell you. Yeah. Like I was also kind of like my relationship with my now husband was really new then. And so at the time I was also just like, what did you just do? Like that was the best, craziest right? sex I have had in my life. Right. But then of course we like started regularly consuming and then I realized like this is the cannabis right like period this is the cannabis and right. it was fantastic um so since you know that to me is like a fortunate side effect of using cannabis for me I don't know if I always mindfully sit down with it like that to be like hey I'm gonna smoke something and then now it's sexy time but certainly since I do consume so regularly I do know how much that does impact my sex life um and of course like a really beautiful powerful way yeah it's really shocking yeah it's really shocking it's so it's so amazing I like I kind of want to bring a little sciencey stuff into this just to like have me and also other folks understand like why is it that cannabis makes you feel so sexual (laughs) like how like I don't know like yeah what is what is what's going on here cannabis expert (laughs) so there's a few things at work um granted there are different methods of consumption that could bring you more stimulation than others certainly but the idea is really rooted in a couple things Really, the main thing is our endocannabinoid system. All animals actually have what's called an endocannabinoid system, and it's essentially what maintains homeostasis or like balance within our cells. Mm. Um, so our endocannabinoid system is impacted by cannabinoids. Um, cannabinoids can be produced by our own bodies. In fact, there is a cannabinoid that our bodies produce called anandamide. Anandamide is known as the bliss molecule. Um, it always promotes a really strong sense of euphoria. Um, Cannabinoids found in cannabis, for example, um, are going to be like THC, CBD. There are also other minor cannabinoids like CBG, CBN, CBL that are still being researched. But really the idea is THC somewhat mimics the effects of what anandamide does. Mm. But THC is essentially a more exaggerated form. And you were saying anandamide? Anandamide, yeah. That's like... If you've ever had a runner's high. Exactly. That's like, or you were talking about ovulation. Like when you Mm -hmm. are ovulating, that's like, because when I'm ovulating, I know. Like I'm taking selfies. I am showing my ass to my husband. Yes. Yeah. I'm like trying to put my pussy in a space. Like I'm like, (laughs) seriously, I'm like doing all of that. And like, yeah, so that, that there's a connection with that. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that's kind of what I was discussing earlier with you is to say that like, 
anandamide is, you know, naturally occurring in our bodies and we get a flood of it in our bloodstream during ovulation. And then for people who have not consumed cannabis and are like, what is it like to be high? If you're a runner or if you've done vigorous physical activity, you've likely tapped into a little bit of that. Yeah. It is that weird, like runner's high thing. Mm. Um, but for that, that's essentially what's providing you with that, that euphoria. And again, not to get too deep into the endocannabinoid system, but that does really regulate um, a lot of things. It regulates our mood, our appetite. Um, it can also regulate our sexual functionality and like um, kind of keep everything in balance and functioning properly too. So for that, um, that's kind of why cannabis, I think, is so impactful. But mm. what's interesting is so much of this is still being studied. There's right. so little research. In fact, what research has been done is what's called... Um, Gosh, what did they call it exactly? It's kind of like self-submitted research, which is hard to trust because you right. basically don't know. Someone's basically saying like, oh, cannabis gave me multiple orgasms and I smoked this much weed. Well, that's kind of hard to test. Like you didn't watch that person consume. Right. You don't know. Right. So we're kind of still in that phase. And that's because cannabis is still considered to be a schedule one substance. It is scheduled alongside heroin which is just madness to That's me. That's crazy. Like, like the government literally perceives cannabis in the same way it does heroin, which they basically say that it, it is known to likely not have any medicinal effects whatsoever. Wow. And, and to be highly addictive, mind you. But is heroin what, was used as medicine at one point. This is also true. <laughs> this is also like true. Like how can both be? Okay, yeah, really bizarre. Um, but yeah, that that is in essence it. You know, granted, um, THC is going to be psychoactive. It's going to be responsible for that high that we feel, mm -hmm. um, whereas CBD on its own would be non-intoxicating. So that's kind of important to note, too, I think, as we kind of talk further, um, yeah. because there's certainly some really interesting things that you can utilize to kind of like elicit more pleasure and stimulation or more relief, depending if you need it. Mm -hmm. And a good way to kind of decide what you what you'll probably get out of something is to decide whether you're consuming THC. THC, CBD, or both. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because when I had that year break after I had a bad trip, I talked to you and was like, look, listen, I don't want to be high. Like, cause being high right. is not good for me. Like I'm too afraid. Um, but I do want the pain relief of, um, of my period because my period is literally trying to kill me every month. Right. And you gave me um, some CBD oil from Luminous Botanicals, which, oh my God, I love them. They're so great. It's just straight up CBD. It does not get me intoxicated. And you instructed me to put it around, not on the inside, but on the outside of my Diva Cup um, right before I'm about to insert it. And my God, like that, I, I will say that it's, I don't want anyone to think that like CBD is the magical thing sure. that takes it away because yeah. for me it wasn't like and now I was pain free and I was able no. to like live my life and run a marathon. It just diminished the pain levels for me in a way that was more manageable. Yep. And like so as before, you know, I was laying in bed feeling like I was about to throw up because the pain was so bad. I was able to like sit upright, eat some food mm -hmm. and like be a little bit more alert rather than being lethargic. And that was like huge for me. And I remember really being attracted to CBD because I didn't want to be stoned. Like I was right. very, very specific about that because of the bad trip that I had. And I was so glad that you recommended that to me. And I, I still use it to this day. It's amazing. Yeah, no, that's excellent. And I think that's, you know, something that people aren't always aware of is like, 
sure, cannabis can sometimes be anxiety-inducing at worst. Right. You know, if you really pick up the wrong product or the wrong strain, it could make you feel pretty poorly. Right. But that that is not an indicator that that's the experience you're always going to have with cannabis. There are so many different things to try out there. So I was really glad that you were able to try that CBD because it's kind of important to get into a relationship with cannabis and establish some trust with it again. Because really to be rocked so much and to be so anxious like that, it puts people off. It makes them never want to go back to it. But it's like, that's what fascinates me about the line of work that I'm in is because I want to take experiences that people have had that were poor and turn them into something beautiful and put the power back in their hands to let them know that they can take charge of their their healing, their relief, their pleasure, their euphoria, their relaxation. Like it can be whatever they want it to be. Right, right. Yeah, I remember when I was thinking about dabbling back into using cannabis as like a pleasure thing. You remember, I was so nervous Mm -hmm. because I did not want to have that experience again. And you recommended um, a strain called Astral Works, which was really great. What I liked about Astral Works for me, and I think like... and I'm sure you would agree with me too that like it's really important to say that like just because I have an experience with a strain called Astral Works doesn't mean that whoever is listening is going to have that same experience because every body is different. And the way that our bodies are you know interacting with this plant medicine is like vast and varied right but for me with astral works i noticed that like i i wasn't i was high but i was able to have my wits about me because before when i had that really psychedelic experience and every other time after that um okay so here's the here's the reason (laughs) why i don't i haven't really enjoyed being stoned or even um drinking alcohol is that i do not like not being in control Like it really bothers me to think that a substance that I consume is going to take away my ability to like function. Like it really makes me so anxious and nervous. And I realized that even though I was having these really beautiful experiences within my sexuality, smoking weed, I didn't feel like I was there. Like even when I was having sex with Jonathan those four times, like I couldn't tell you who I was having sex with. Like I even, I actually remember when I was having sex, when I was really fucking stoned, I was having sex with the universe. Like I was having like <laughs> this cosmic experience. Oh my God. It was like, I was floating, I was floating in space. This is, I shit you not, this is exactly what I was imagining in my brain when we were having sex. I was floating in space. There was darkness all around me. And there was like this universal something that was like, fucking me and it was just that like (laughs) I was like I'm fucking the universe and then I would like open my eyes and realize like oh that's my husband so like it was a beautiful experience in that moment it was a beautiful experience but I didn't like how I wasn't fully present in it and so when you introduced me to astral works I was able to still be cognizant and present like I could feel the euphoria in my body and I could feel the feel good but I also could be like Oh, I'm I'm I know where I am. Like yeah. that's my husband over there. Yeah, you know? you're staying grounded. Right, totally. exactly. And yeah. um yeah, I was so grateful that you mentioned that to me and then we found another combo because Astral Works was a little bit too heady for me. Like yeah. I, I still, still very wanted spacy, stony. Right. Like yeah. I, I wanted to be more in my body. Um and you recommended CSG, which I now use like half and half of. So I'll take Astral Works 
um, which actually maybe you can talk a little bit about the differences between Astral Works and CSG. Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, Astral Works is a two to one ratio of CBD to THC. So it has more CBD than THC in it. Um, the test results can fluctuate for any cannabis strain, but this one usually has like between like three to six percent maybe of CBD and sometimes like seven to ten of or wait, vice versa. My apologies. Um, but yeah, certainly more CBD than um, THC. Now, Astroworks for a lot of people, I think is very calming, but it's surprisingly still intoxicating. Right. Even though it only has like 4% of THC a lot of the time and like 7% CBD, I still feel rocked by it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's pleasant, but it's stony. Right. Um, then we have CSG or Catholic Schoolgirl was its full name. CSG was interesting because it's actually full THC. There's very little CBD at all. So it is more intoxicating. But I think due to the nature of that high, it is more clear headed of right. a high. Yeah. There is also a little more of a body high out of it. Yes. I think also a differentiation. Astroworks is a sativa-leaning strain. So is CSG, technically. But one of the parent strains for CSG is called Girl Scout Cookies. There's all kinds of crazy names in cannabis these days. But I will mention Girl Scout Cookies because it's a fantastic strain for providing a sense of ease and relaxation without, to me, taking it too far. You're not going to be outright sedated. You're mm. not going to be, like, drooling and half asleep. <laughs> You're not going to feel like your head high is so intense that you feel stupid. Mm -hmm. And I think strains like that are fantastic to experiment with. And that's right. why I wanted you to try it as well, because um, Catholic School Girl, again, having Girl Scout cookies in its parentage, it's such a relieving and calming strain that yeah. for most people, that's kind of what they need. They just need to be brought down a few notches. Right. You don't need to be ripped. You don't need to be like to the moon with intoxication. And right. I think that's what people sometimes assume they're going to get or need to get out of cannabis in order to get pleasure. Right. When in all actuality, a lot of the times, if you pursue a strain that's really heavy, for example, you're probably not going to want to do it at all. Like right. you're literally going to be, you could get really introspective. You could get too far into your head and you could just fall asleep on the flip side there are some strains that are so so stimulating and mm. people might think oh I, I want stimulation like I kind of want like invigorating experiences and then they end up falling into something where they find that they're experiencing anxiety right and that interferes and that was in my moment. experience like I, I I was stoned but I was also anxious you know and I, that is not yeah, yeah, how are you? How are you going to feel sexy yeah. at all when you're like more trapped in your own head, right. you know, and your heart is right. racing and everything? Yeah. So I think it's really beautiful to really read into and experiment with strains, but also experiment with caution because there's, you know, strains. For example, I think if you Google right now, like what's a good strain for sex? Like what's a good cannabis strain for sex? One that pops up is green, a strain called green crack, a very unfortunately named strain. But the reason why it's called green crack is because it is very stimulating. Like, mm. whoa, it's intense. If you're dead tired, you're likely going to consume this and it's going to wake you the fuck up. Yeah, I don't now, want for that. most people, <laughs> it comes with intense anxiety. Yeah. Like, certainly not everybody, but I think for, for a lot of people I encounter, that's the experience they get from that. And that's what I find really interesting is if someone is trying to navigate this alone and they don't know any better, if that is their first try, if you yeah. tried green crack for your first try, I wouldn't be surprised if you never consume cannabis again because yeah. of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like it's been really beautiful to kind of be involved in your cannabis journey and Aww. help guide that because it's so delicate and I know how much 
it takes to rebuild trust for for the plant when you've been burned by it. Yeah. And that's why I'm so fascinated to be in this industry because I want to create beautiful experiences for people and let them know that they can be in control still of their experience. Hey, so you've been listening to me and my sister gush about how incredible it has been for us to have weed be incorporated in our sex lives. And perhaps you're wondering what it would look like for you to bring a little green into your own sexy times, but maybe you don't know where to start. I mean, there are a lot of products out there, and if you don't have a cannabis expert in your family like I do, it can be hard to figure out which ones are good and even safe for you to try. My recommendation? Awaken by Foria. Awaken is a natural CBD lube that is designed to enhance sensation and pleasure while decreasing tension, discomfort, and dryness. Awaken is infused with all natural and organic ingredients that make self-pleasure and sexy time extra fun with a silky smooth texture and decadent aromas that stimulate the senses and even enhance oral play. Yeah, that's right. It's so natural and safe that you can actually ingest it. The first time I tried Awaken, I'll admit I was a little skeptical because I've tried CBD lubes before and never really felt anything. But the moment I put Awaken on my body, I felt it immediately. It was warming, stimulating, and it seemed to bring such relaxation to my vagina that my orgasm was intense. Like, I honestly wasn't expecting for it to be that good. And as I continue to bring it into my sexy times, Awaken always opens me up to my sexual potential. So if you'd like to bring the pleasurable and medicinal benefits of cannabis into your sex life, go to foriawellness.com and use my promo code Evian20 to get 20% off your purchase of Awaken. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com promo code E-V-Y-A-N 2-0 to get 20% off your purchase of Awaken. Awaken to better sex naturally with Foria and have so much fun. (laughs) Okay, let's get back into the show. I'm so glad that we talked a little bit about strains because I think, I don't know, I think it's important to just like share with people like what has worked for me and, you know, a little a little bit of the information about those particular strains because you're right. Like, I mean, there's a lot out there and I think that for me was like, I don't even know where to start. Totally, you know? totally. So like being able to give people some strains or some names is like really good. But I also know kind of coming back into what we were talking about earlier is that like you're not going to be able to find those unless you're living in a state where it's – 
It's legal. It's legal. Yeah. And even the strains that we just talked about, the Astral Works and the Catholic Schoolgirl, Catholic Schoolgirl is essentially a discontinued strain now. It might mm. be out there. You might be able to find it, but it's technically discontinued. Astral Works is a proprietary strain by Proof Cultivar, and it's a fantastic one. So shout out to Proof Cultivar for that. Um, but you would not find it in another state. Mm. So if you don't live in a legal state, it will certainly be more challenging for you yeah. because you might not be able to have a guarantee that what you're consuming is what they said it was. Right. You know, you could ask for OG Kush and somebody could give you something else and you'd have no idea. Right. There's right. no testing. There's no way to right. know. So it's like for non-legal states, you really have to proceed with the utmost caution because you have no idea where these products or, or where this plant um you know, how it was sourced, how it was grown, what methods were used within it. Right. Um, so I kind of encourage people as well, like if they didn't have that great of an experience, just to know too, especially if you're not in a legal state, that there is, there's some beautiful things out there and it's not as spooky as it is yeah. in a non-legal state. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about how CBD Lou being a lot more readily available to people. One of the reasons why I like using CBD lube is because like sometimes you just don't want to get stoned. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, yeah. Just, and as women, we are, if we have a THC lube, we have mucus membranes right. like in our vagina. So no matter what, we're going to get intoxicated if we put a THC lube on us. Right. And that's the other on thing us, too. In us, we will fail a drug test, by the way. Yes. So people please know that if you are using a THC lube as a woman, you will fail a drug test and you would likely be a little bit intoxicated depending on what your tolerance right. is. Oh yeah, I mean I've used uh, THC lube by Luminous Botanical, which we love. Love that one. It's so so good. Uh, that is full THC. Mm-hmm. I was just telling you today that like I use the tiniest little bit, like I put the tiniest little drop of it on my clitoris. I orgasm in two minutes. It's in yes. insane. That is luminous. And I actually oh my don't know if I want to use that with like actual penetrative sex because I know because I've used THC uh, lube before uh, for penetration and I got stoned and I was like that's not what I wanted like I just mm-hmm. I wanted like my pussy to get high <laughs> right but I didn't want my <laughs> other parts to get high um, right so that's why I actually really like CBD lube because while it doesn't give you that like intoxication I do feel like it makes me relaxed and it also just it's just like it's a pleasurable experience you sure. know yeah and like so the most recent i've used two cbd oil slash lube products the first cbd oil that i used was by luminous as well shout out to them they're great and you can't find luminous anywhere else other than portland right or other than oregon other than oregon yes and that's due to basically the state laws so you know even the fact that we of course share a border with washington who is also legalized uh technically by state law you cannot cross borders with cannabis at all so that is why you won't see these products likely in other states Mm. there are certainly some brands that have such a big presence that they set up 
um, you know, shop in a different state, but it's very, very time consuming, very costly. So right. most of the time, if you have a product within a legalized state, that product only exists in your state period. Got it. it cannot cross state lines. Yeah, that was like the frustrating part for me is that like I've had such a good experience with Luminous Botanicals, but I also know that it's like, again, with that whole privilege, privilege thing, it's like, okay, yeah. not only do you have to be um, in a legalized state, you have to be in this legalized state right. in order to try it. Um, and so what I like about this other product that I've tried, um, which is by Foria, they sent me a CBD lube, which again, is doesn't have THC in it. So I would be able to pass a drug test, which is great. What I like about their lube, like I had never heard of them before. They contacted me and was like, hey, we're really interested in getting you to try our products. And of course, like I'm still like a CBD cannabis newbie. So there wasn't very much for me to know about it. But I wanted to give it a try to see like how this would feel in comparison to the other lubes that I've tried. And I like this one mostly because it is so readily available. Like I feel like this is a really good lube for people to try who don't really know where to start and who also might be a little bit daunted about like, I don't know what to try or a little bit nervous about like, well, I really, I'm really interested in incorporating cannabis into my sex life, but I don't want to get too stoned or I don't want to be afraid that I'm going to like lose control or whatever. I really like that Foria is available everywhere. So like you can get it literally online anywhere. And also there's just like this availability factor of like being able to consume it with ease without like, you know, having to worry about getting these like bad experiences. And the first time I've tried it a couple of times since. And the first time that I tried it, I tried it with penetrative sex. And I was a little nervous <laughs> because as I said before, when I've used a THC, I got way too stoned mm -hmm. and I was like, that's not what I want. I just want like sexy vibes, but I don't yeah. want it, like stoner vibes. And I actually really enjoyed the CBD lube using it with penetration. I definitely felt the warming and tingly sensation with it, which was kind of pleasant and kind of nice. What I also what was also really interesting is that I felt like my vagina was able to like really relax. And I think that's might be because of the CBD. Like yeah. I think the CBD was just such a relaxing agent that it allowed, like for instance, it allowed um, us to explore like deeper penetration because mm -hmm. I have a tipped cervix. And so deep penetration doesn't often feel good to me yeah. because of that. And I felt like I was able to do that a lot easier with the Foria lube um, because my vagina was just like, I'm relaxed. Feel good. I feel great. I'm Let's warm. I'm ready. I'm moist. <laughs> Let's get it in. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend that one for folks who are interested in starting to bring some exploration to bringing cannabis into their sex lives, but like are maybe a little scared like I was. Right. Um, yeah, I just I think it's a good product to try. Yeah, definitely. I think what Foria is doing is really fascinating, especially in terms of relief. So again, as we've been talking, like you can definitely tell that from our experiences, the THC was very stimulating. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's very stimulating. But only when you want it. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, exactly. Now with CBD, it's going to be very relieving. So if you have issues like you have with like a tip cervix or if you have endometriosis or yes. just any, any sort Painful of pain sex. with sex, right. yes. Also, if you you are like um, on your period and you're just dealing with cramps and pain and feeling crummy. 
it just helps. Right. So I think the, you know, CBD loops like that are incredibly packed full for just kind of giving relief and ease. The other thing, of course, too, because I've had some people be like, why would you use a CBD loop? Like, if it's not going to be like as stimulating as THC, like, why would you use right. it? Like, if it's not going to get you high, yeah, why would you use like, it? Why bother? Um, another thing that I always like to say is like, well, look, like if you've not experimented with anal and you would like to, CBD is great for that. Okay. It is great for that. Yes. Like it's going to help you ease into it and it's going to help you feel better as you're doing it. So mm. like that's also another use that like makes people blush when I talk about sometimes, but it's like, no, seriously, like if you've ever wanted to explore that and your whole thing is like, that sounds really uncomfortable, but me and my partner have kind of gotten into right. that play, like CBD lubes are fantastic for that so there's really beautiful uses for saying that because i totally forgot and i've been wanting to explore butt stuff but i have been nervous yeah about it explore it with euphoria explore with euphoria okay yeah honestly i think it'd be like um i think you would notice a notable difference if you had ever like attempted it before and just like ah that that yeah. There's just some uneasy sensations coming in. And I think the CBD is incredibly impactful for that. Okay. And also, too, just know, like, if, if somebody, let's say, has some CBD lube lying around and they're not even, like, trying to necessarily get it on with a partner or even, like, enjoy, like, solo play, you could still just put it inside of you and get relief. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't have to just be used in sexual instances right. as you were using it on your Diva Cup for relief. Like, that's a beautiful use for it. I'm so it's so- very Versatile. So glad you told me about that. I've actually ha- told a couple of people about using CBD oil on their Diva Cup because actually when you first told me about it, I'm like, how the fuck is that going to work? Right, right. Um, but it sounds a little odd. Yeah, it, but... it is. But but it makes sense like to, to put it on the outer the outer uh, rim of not the outer rim, but just yeah, like the but outer the outside. portion. Yeah. And sometimes people do that with uh, tampons as well. Right. Yeah. They'll apply CBD to tampons. You know, it is a little nice with a diva cup just being that the tampon, of course, will absorb a little right, bit of the exactly. oil. Exactly. But it still very much so works. It's very impactful yeah. as well. And I've had a couple people ask me, how do you use it for your diva cup? Like, what does that look like? Are you using a drop or using five drops? Like, what does it look like? I actually take the CBD oil and put it in my palm after I've done like rinsing my diva cup and making sure that it's cleansed. And I'll just like roll the cup, uh, mm, the yeah, outside just of the to cup coat into... Um, into the oil just to coat it and then I'll fold it pop it in yeah and I actually another benefit of this that I was not expecting at all is that it makes insertion so much easier right for the cup itself right because I've had a lot of people say like I want to use a menstrual cup but I really don't like the idea of having to like shove that thing in there like it's really uncomfortable and having some lube makes so much of a difference right and I think that kind of something I wanted to quickly touch on because you just kind of mentioned like hey here's how much I use of this product yeah I think one thing that people get overwhelmed with in terms of cannabis is how much to use of anything yeah how much to use of an edible how much to use of a loop how much to smoke if they wanted to and what's both beautiful and a struggle is that no one can tell you how much you need to use. Right. So really the idea for me is you, you start out slow and you use a little and then like slowly go up because I think a good example is people when it comes to smoking or something, will just be like, okay, well, if I want to use this, like, okay, I just let's get high and we'll figure it out. Whereas <laughs> we kind of discussed earlier, it's like, well, look, if you get too high, you're not going to want to have sex at all. Right. You're not going, going to care. Your mouth right. is going to be super dry. You're not going to be having oh, it. Like, God, let's 
let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like everyone's dose is incredibly personal. And I think uh, another thing too is let's say somebody just finds it kind of bizarre to like think about inserting CBD or THC in any orifice. I would still encourage somebody to think about ingesting CBD because let's say you felt like your sex drive was being inhibited by your anxiety. You could take CBD that could very much help with your anxiety and that could make sex better for you. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't necessarily have to be what somebody's idea of like increasing sexual stimulation is like what do you need I guess would be my thing like if you want to have like more satisfying sexual experiences I would more so ask the person well what are you coming to the table with do you feel like you come to the table and you're kind of like lethargic and just kind of not into it okay well then maybe you should consume something a little more sativa leaning and get that stimulation do you feel like you're high strung and nervous and stressed about it well maybe you kind of do need something a little more indica leaning yeah oh you don't want to get high at all okay well then CBD is what you need to introduce so it's like so important to remember that like what works for somebody in cannabis doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you and if somebody says hey try this THC product and like you hate it don't think that like it's just what it's going to be from here on out. Right. You'll find something that works for you. Right. Yeah. You were saying that to me a lot when I had the really bad experience and I was like, I really want to try it again, but I'm so scared. I don't want to have that experience. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that like I took it slow because one thing that I know now about these experiences that I had before this new era that I'm in with my with my weed smoking days is like I was doing way too much. Mm-hmm. Like I was smoking way too much. I wasn't regulating myself. I wasn't even thinking about like how much THC to CBD is in this. Like it right. was just whatever Jonathan was smoking, I would smoke. Right. And I mean, his body is completely different than exactly. mine. Exactly. And he is able to smoke things that are crazy high THC and not really like feel all that much. So knowing that, I mean, I'm glad that I had that introductory time of being a little reckless and silly with it so that I was able to come back to using this plant medicine. And I love calling it plant medicine because that's Cause for, it is. That's yeah. what it is for mm-hmm. me. Like it's really Likewise. unlocked my sexuality. It's helped me connect back into my body when I'm way too much in my head. And it's really, I, I kind of like like this idea that that whenever I smoke weed or whenever I consume cannabis for my sex life, it's not manufacturing energy, behavior, attitudes, essences that is not there. It's just enhancing them. Yeah. And so the one thing that I love about uh, consuming cannabis is not thinking and looking at the weed or the lube as like the magic pill that's going to make me a sex goddess. It's like, no, this is this is the plant medicine that's going to help like silence the noise that makes that sex goddess within me feel like it can't come out to play. Like that shit is already in me. Like I, even as I'm talking here, like that sex goddess energy is in me. It's just that the plant medicine helps bring that forth. And so that's kind of how I have seen it and I really want to just like touch on the fact that I don't feel any shame about needing to use or wanting to use CBD, cannabis, any kind of like weed product to help activate my sexuality because I don't really feel that it's yeah, I just don't really see it like that. Yeah, because I think especially when you utilize it with such intention behind it, right. you're not getting to a point where you're just completely outside of yourself. Right. I think for a lot of people, that's not 
why they consume cannabis. There certainly are people who consume cannabis just to get as high as they possibly can. Like people don't want to sit with their own thoughts and their self sometimes. But I think the way that I consume as well is a lot more intentional. It's like, what, what am I, what am I needing right now? What am I trying to foster? What am I trying to encourage and bring out of myself? Not necessarily. What am I trying to like obliterate? Right. What am I trying to like put a, band-aid over what am I trying to ignore yeah yeah it's just enjoying and knowing that you can utilize something in like a really beautiful manner to just increase things that are already present you know I think some people as well have been told that like if they use um and even perhaps a way that we talked about like the THC lube for example, like makes it sound like, oh my God, like you're going to have, let's say you're a person who struggles to have an orgasm. Right. I don't necessarily want to say that like, this is going to be the craziest right, me blah, either. blah, blah. But yeah. like, I do feel like it could get that person maybe closer towards a, a more enjoyable experience. Right. And for me, it like, I'm, I'm prone to having like orgasms with decent ease. So for me, it deepens my orgasms. Right. It's not like it creates them out of the clear blue. It's like right. your partner still has to be fantastic or you have to be loving yourself like in that moment. And that's going to help facilitate that. Right. But it's certainly not just going to like bring something out of nowhere. Like it's not a Viagra pill. Right. Like it's not, it's cannabis is not so cut and dry like that. It yeah. doesn't have to be, you yeah. know? Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I think there's a lot of people who hear the benefits of cannabis and they immediately think like, oh, well, it's going to change my life. And yeah. like, it's this is the thing that I need. I, I think we as a culture, we're so fixated on finding the magic pill. Like if you want to have the best sex of your life, try this sex toy. Right, you know what I mean? Right, like we're so right. fixated on having that one thing. And mm-hmm. I've been really conscious and careful about um, making it so that whenever I'm consuming cannabis, it's not like a thing that is like the magic pill. It's just like, oh, it's a tool. Yeah, agreed. Cannabis is really beautiful in the sense that it is offering really like healing and more like an organic approach. Again, with the fact that like we already have an endocannabinoid system, our body is built to receive these cannabinoids like THC and CBD. Like that's a beautiful thing. We're just utilizing something that I think our bodies oftentimes just need a little more of. It's not this miracle drug. I'm not saying that like I can do the craziest things now because of it, but it certainly does help improve my quality of life. And for that, I'll keep going back to that. It's very, very valuable. And it it's just drastically changed my quality of life and the quality of my sex. Oh, my God. I'm like, just going back to what you were saying before about like, why didn't anyone talk about this? Like, why isn't anyone talking about like sh- how like shouting from the shouting, I really want to get a megaphone right now outside of your apartment and be like, listen up, everyone. <laughs> Do you know? Like, it is insane. Smoke weed and have sex. Seriously. Everyone. But no, seriously, seriously, smoke weed and have sex. Seriously, try encourage. it. <laughs> and I would say too, like, if anyone is nervous about incorporating this into their sex lives, do it with yourself first. Like yeah. masturbate with yourself. Have mm-hmm. have a eat a little bit of an edible. Try CB lube, CBD lube by yourself. Smoke a little bit just with yourself. I think that like I kind of wish that I would have done that my first time rather mm-hmm. than just like jumping in, jumping into right it. into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get a sense of like what does my body feel like when I'm consuming this and what sort of experiences do I have? I I think that that would be a really great place. I agree. Do you have any other tips for people? Um, honestly, my tip is 
especially I think to stay pretty cautious with what you purchase, especially since we're finding so many products in so many odd places. Yeah. Like I've seen a car repair place that advertises that they sell <laughs> CBD products. No. Don't buy it. And like, again, I'm, I'm even telling people like, sure, it's in grocery stores. That doesn't mean you should buy it. Right. When I pick up a package that I find in a grocery store and I look in back of it, it's got no information about where this product was sourced. And and again, a, a sobering reminder, cannabis is an accumulator plant. It draws toxins from the soil. If someone was careless about how they grew this plant and where they grew it, you have no idea what like sort of heavy metals, toxins, pesticides you might be consuming. And furthermore, if we're talking about at all inserting this into our vaginas or anything, right. that would be really troubling. Right. So I think my first thing is like, kind of stay safe, people. Like, Be cautious just because it claims that it's CBD and you can buy it online and it's a great price, be cautious, do your research. Yeah. Like something that I feel very strongly about, for example, and I appreciate it that like Foria does, they list their test results on their website. And I will not purchase a product unless they list their test results on their website, mm. period, period. Because there's so much fraudulent shit going on right now where literally people are claiming that there's a thousand milligrams of CBD in this tincture and the, an independent test is done and they, it's 10 milligrams of CBD. Wow. 10. Right. It's insane. And so that plus the fact that you could really get into some crazy toxins and things like that, like first and foremost, just stay aware, do your research before you start consuming anything. Honor who you are and what you need in order to feel sexy. It does not matter what somebody else's idea of it is. What do you need out of your experience? I wish everyone had a journey. <laughs> Because seriously, if y'all had a journey, you would be your you would have your best sex ever. You should be a cannabis Everyone doula. Needs a journey. Seriously, you know, I've actually entertained the idea of like just like diving into that realm and being like, okay, could I could I spin that? Because I love this. Like I love yeah. empowering people to just take more control over, like I said, your pleasure, your well being, your relief. Oh my God. It's you're, a really beautiful so thing. Good at it. Thank you. And you like you were just you're just yeah i i wish that every single person could have a journey with them That's whenever fantastic. they go to a dispensary well shoot hopefully um as i continue to dive more and more into some of the endeavors that i would like to do which are very cannabis centric that would certainly be my intention because it is my deepest passion to yeah. have these conversations and these dialogues with people and it's fortunately what i get to do every day by working at a dispensary so yeah i am all about it i'm all about it Yay. it's been really wonderful to have that dialogue with you yeah. Yes. And to get your feedback when you try something new and have me ask you like, okay, how'd it go? Yeah. And like, no, too, if something didn't hit you the way you wanted it to, then I'm like, hey, hey, don't worry about it. I know exactly what we should try next. Yeah. You know? No, I love that, too. It's it's so funny because this was not where I thought our lives would like when I when I imagine us like 10 years ago, I was not thinking that my sister would be hooking me up with all the best weeds. So right? I'm like, true that. I, true I feel that. so, so <laughs> grateful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom yeah. and your story. Tell people where they can find you because you just said that you are doing some 
weed cannabis endeavors. Thanks. I know you have a YouTube channel. I Tell do. Tell us everything. I do. So I did start a YouTube channel just talking kind of more from the perspective of like chronic pain and cannabis, but really most of the videos I've made are pretty general in the sense that you can use, of course, CBD and THC for a number of things. So I have my YouTube channel that I've gotten started on. The best way to kind of find that right now is probably to hit my Instagram oh, first. Cool. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My username is climb the sea. Um, and in that you'll, you'll find what I'm up to lately, which will definitely be some cannabis centric stuff. And I'll put a link to, uh, your Instagram and also put a link to your YouTube in the show notes. Yay. Okay. That's fantastic. I'm excited. Yay. Yay. Let's go get high. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. This podcast is produced, edited, and designed by me, Evian Whitney. Find me on my website, evianwhitney.com, and on Instagram at evian.whitney to keep up with me and my work. The Sexually Liberated Woman is made possible with editing help by Samantha Riddell and community support from each one of my very special patrons on Patreon. I literally couldn't do this without you. If you want to help sustain the sexually liberated woman, go to patreon.com slash SLW podcast and become a patron. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple podcasts. It helps others find the show. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.